1: Because ¿Dónde está el baño? can be a very important question at times. You know, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. Fast-track your language acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a natural way. I love the fact that I can go from my laptop to my phone to pretty much anywhere and learn the language of my choice. Not to mention I'm bringing my communication skills to new heights. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a limited time, Star Talk Radio listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash StarTalk. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash StarTalk today.
2: From the American Museum of Natural History in New York City. And beaming out across all of space and time. This is Star Talk, where science and pop culture collide. This is Star Talk. I'm your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist, and we're coming to you from my office at the Hayden Planetarium of the American Museum of Natural History, right here in New York City. Co host today, Chuck Nice. Chuck. Hey, Neil. Always good to be here at the Cosmic Crib. And who are we making a sandwich with here? Uh, <laughs> We've seen him before. Yes, we have.
1: We did. The we one, did a the great- only. The
2: inimitable dun, dun, dun. Adam Savage. Yes. Adam, welcome back. Thank you very much. It like your third time it's, on Star Talk. It's yeah. been too long since I've been and, in this and, office. And it's been too long. We, we enjoyed your last visit, and yeah. I feel like we're lifelong friends, even though we've only had a few times together.
3: It feels like culturally, we're. We, culturally. We, yeah, we, we like bounce oh, into nice. a cultural lot. We vent, the whole, the we cultural vent.
2: Venn diagram <laughs> has quite the area the, where you two overlap. overlap. And that creates the friendship, even without. It does. Individual time together. I
3: see what you're doing and I think, oh, that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> that's great. Cool, yeah. man.
2: So we've got you on. You actually have a new book. I do. Right. Holy yes. cow. I'll talk about your book. What are you saying? You have, a, I, I, I'll do the talking about your okay. book. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that looks better, doesn't it? <laughs> that is, that's called public relations. <laughs> when he talks about his book,
1: it's bragging. It's bragging. When you talk about it, it's public
2: relations. There you go. But <laughs> enough about me.
3: What did you think of my book? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so every tool's a hammer great title and this you know my my favorite picture in here is there's a lot of interesting pictures like you in your workshop and your my favorite is the stuff that you dumped out of your backpack oh but then neatly organized it oh, yeah. that was just cool I, like seeing what's it and i like um john hodgman's comment he said oh, this this is a map of his brain Nice. That's, I thought that was a very good comment.
3: If I you feel like venturing into that unknown territory, yeah, this yeah. For is some map. people, you don't want to go there, no. <laughs> right? But for
0: Adam
2: Savage, yeah, you want to see what's what. What 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 been driving him his whole life? That is so
1: funny. Some people you don't want to go there. Just my wife left her. She journals, and it was out. She on, journals. She journals, and so the, the journal was on the bed. No, you did not. No, I'm laying on the bed and watching TV. The journal was sitting right there. She comes in the room. She goes, "Oh my God, I left my journal!" open. she goes. You didn't read it, did you? Where <laughs> I went, I don't want to know what's going on up <laughs> right there. I don't want any parts of what is happening in your right, Your no, wife said, I
2: hope you your...
3: didn't read my journal. That does not
2: bode well.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: you no. Know, what movie in- exists in which someone read someone else's journal and it all turned out great? Exactly. <laughs> hey, good point.
1: Yeah. That's so
3: funny. There ain't no movie about that. Right. Now, I used to, my twin boys used to like sit in their bunk beds and talk every night. And my mom was like, what are they talking about? And I'm like, I don't know. That's their private moment. I'm not going to listen yeah, in. Yeah, don't, I don't want to know. Let them have their moments, yeah. but
2: I want to know what's on in his head, and so does our fan base. Now that is so true because I have their questions because <laughs> this <laughs> is a Cosmic Queries edition of Star Talk, and we just solicited our fan base. Questions, no one day'd land in the lap of Adam Savage about just making stuff. Yeah. And so, so Chuck, I haven't seen them. You, Chuck reviewed them just I'm this morning. I'm actually
1: reviewing them. And, okay. Um, and, and Adam hasn't seen them, so let's see what you got. Yeah. yeah, and these are right. cool. And as usual, we always start with a Patreon patron because... They support us. Because we're that low. We, well, no.
2: We're, no, we're that, that high. We're that
1: high. Okay, That we okay. have
2: supporters. I want to be a member of Patreon so that I could get Bel- my questions answered Believe by somebody. Believe it or not, you can. <laughs> you can actually donate to Patreon
1: and then ask yourself a question. That's how I can get on that list? <laughs> exactly. That's what I will do. I will ask myself. <laughs> that would be funny, actually. All right, I'll do that. All right, here we go. This is uh, Bike and Bird says... Um, Hey, Adam, we've all heard of examples of items or procedures getting discovered by accident. Microwaves, penicillin, even chocolate chip cookies. Through all of your different experiments, was there an outcome or product that was produced that was applied to another test or maybe even applications outside of the show um, and this so, is, is Justin, that kind of Justin like, Justin from he, Texas.
2: In, did he invent anything, did you ever by, invent accident? anything by accident?
1: <laughs> it was a long way, it was a long walk around the block. That was yeah. a whole that th- was a long off, the off ramp, ramp. exactly. It
3: took the, the clover leaf, exactly. <laughs> to get back uh, on, I have a comment and a question, and, but an autobiographical story first. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, and by I, the way, there's a word for that in science, it's serendipity. Okay, yes, a great word. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a moment. So I can't think of anything we invented by accident, but I do remember we were How about on Discovery. Uh, we were on Hawaii okay. doing on MythBusters, shooting Duct Tape Island, and this was the conceit: Jamie and I get stranded on a island. Jamie, your co-host from,
2: uh, from, from Mythbusters. MythBusters.
3: So Jamie Heineman and I get stranded on a deserted island, and all we have is a pallet of several hundred rolls of duct tape. What do we do? That's <laughs> So we wait, 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 wait.
2: So, so is MacGyver ch- tuning into this episode? <laughs> right, exactly. more,
3: more things to do with duct tape. Exactly. Okay. So, we made shelter, we've we actually made traps and caught chickens. We ended up making a 21 foot long outrigger canoe at, with which we were able to get past the breakwater of the North Shore of Oahu. Uh, but there was a moment when Jamie was asked to make a, a, a still for uh distilling, um. Uh, Clean water, sorry, fresh water from from the salt water. And so he was digging into the beach to make a hole. And the procedure is you dig into the beach, you make a hole. It's going to be a kind of a damp hole because it's on the beach. And you let sit in some plastic with a rock in the middle. And as water condenses from the salt water, collects on the inside of the membrane you've put, you can catch it in a cup and drink fresh water. However, Jamie noticed that when he dug in and tasted just the water that was being filtered through the sand, that it was much less brackish and salty. And so he got really excited about the idea that the sand of the beach itself was Was filtering the water. Interesting. And... We explained that this was a whole episode about duct tape. And while this was really interesting, it really didn't fit within our narrative. Right. But he kept insisting. And so we ended up shooting this whole sequence with Jamie, which I think we put on the web because that was the most interesting part of that day for him was the idea that the sand filtered the salt out. But this was a classic thing of Jamie going, uh, this is the thing I'm interested in. And we're saying, no, that's not what the episode's about. And he's like, I don't care what, what you're saying. <laughs> Make I a new episode. want to talk right. about this thing.
1: Right. And now I love all my water gritty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just a little. That, nah. that, I need just a little bit of <laughs> grit in all of my water. I'll drink now. it out of my boot, thank
3: you. <laughs> cool. All right, cool. Next That's question. A great
1: story. Great story. Great story. Uh, <laughs> this is John Cole from Facebook who says, "Between Star Talk and the Tested YouTube channel, I am in heaven." Hello, <laughs> Adam. How do you get over the maker's equivalent? Of writer's block. Oh, wow, what one. A, great this is a great question! question. Good one. John Cole, you are thinking, my friend.
3: So, so do you ever just walk into your garage and say, "I don't know what I'm going to put together today"? Totally. Um, really? But more than that, I also hit moments where I spend a whole day assembling something and realize that I've ascend- assembled it chirally backwards, mm. and that I have to take the we, whole. We want you explain what, what chirally me. means? Well, chiral Chuck is left, left and right. right. Your hands chiral. are chiral. i was going to let Chuck explain. I'm so sorry, okay. Chuck. What is chiral?
1: It's the it's it's the mirror image without the mirror.
3: Nice. Ooh, that you was like that? much that was more concise. That than was nice. way
2: better than where you were going yeah, with that. It was. <laughs> I was being way too wordy. Because <laughs> you can make something that is the mirror image of itself. Right. And then you hold them together and they're mirror images. Exactly. And our amino acids are have one chirality and they all have the same chirality for all life on Earth. And when we found amino acids in asteroids, we found that they were 50-50 50-50. Ooh. of both chiralities. So we knew that it didn't care. And there wasn't one life form, because amino acids aren't alive yet, mm. uh, that overran the other. So our chirality is the one chirality in the whole world. And there's suspicions that if there was another life form with the other chirality of our m- molecules, mm-hmm. that you wouldn't be able to metabolize them if you Ooh, ate them. Wow. Because the molecules wouldn't, they wouldn't fit together. They wouldn't You yeah. so might not even be able down. to taste it. Right.
1: Oh, that's cool. And they would probably be like a guy. One half of his face would be
3: black <laughs> and the other half of his face would be white. He's really angry and sweet. And oh, he's okay. right. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> but so from a standpoint of making, whenever you have two parts that are chiral, it mm-hmm. can be a devilishly difficult assembly problem because everything looks very similar, mm-hmm. but the order of operations is very precise. Tetris and, is kind of like that. Yeah, two of the pieces true. are yeah, mirror, the mirror opposite, opposite right, each other. Right. Yeah. So regularly in making, you
2: hit a spot where you. I Sorry, three D Tetris. I was thinking. <laughs> oh, <I'm> sorry. <laughs>
3: so you, you hit a spot where you've screwed something up, and you feel I feel really dejected about it, and I don't feel like moving forward, I, or I don't feel like undoing the five hours of work I've just done. Wow. And I'm exo- I'm I'm angry. I'm I'm pissed off. I feel sad about it. Mm. Um. That's and- funny because I feel the same way whenever I put anything together from IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and <laughs> it's the it's chuck that table it's is upside down. <laughs> it's a blister. Yeah, really? It's, yes, <laughs> totally. Oh IKEA right. is absolutely ripe for
2: that kind of screwing up. <laughs> but go ahead. Well, so and how does everything fit in a flat box anyway? Isn't this something that should not be able to fit in a flat box? That's so, so <laughs> <laughs> The IKEA car. Right. <laughs> All right,
1: sorry. So, um, go ahead.
3: There's a, there's a line from uh, 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 Mary Carr, who wrote Liar's Club, wrote about. Uh, about what she does with Writer's Block, and she says, if I can't think about what to write, I sit at my desk and I copy writers I love in longhand because my fidelity at the desk is to be writing, whether it's my own writing or not. Wow, Mm. what an
1: exercise. It's a
3: beautiful exercise and I take that to heart in the shop. If I can't think Mm. of what to make, I organize something in my shop. A drawer, a shelf, a bin. I take something and I adjust it because... So you do shop time no matter what. I do shop time and I do so much more shop time than I ever did before because I realized it's a deep part of that whole process of prepping uh-huh. the shop and prepping myself for the work.
2: I do a little bit something like that. I have a book called Um The Greatest Wits of All Time. And they're mm-hmm. phrases out of letters and correspondence from people that have extraordinary wit. And I just read it, and I say, wow, that was an awesome juxtaposition of words or yes. phrases or rhythm. And that just sort of Rebaptizes me into a mood right. that I then say, "Okay, I'm ready. I that can." That feels can fertile. For oh, wow, There you go. Yeah, very I like good. That. So, do you ever suffer a writer's block? Block? Neil? No, no. I go through this exercise. I have a lot of books written by writers who like writing about writing, also about whatever else they wrote about. Right? Did that sentence that make any sense? <laughs> it sounded very meta. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of inception. Okay, I would today. never want to write that sentence. Right. That's only a speakable <laughs> sentence. And so, and there's one sentence that I, I think I uttered this in our last recording, a sentence from The Great Gatsby. This is, this is a sentence where I knew I still have not become a great writer, and, mayb- and maybe never will. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. I, I have to hear this now. In his blue gardens, men and girls came and went like moths, amid the whispers, the champagne, and the stars.
3: That's a great.
2: I, I, I can't. I, I read beautiful. that and say, "That's why wow. I am not a novelist." <laughs> yes, and he is.
3: <laughs> yeah. You're reminding yeah. well, me well, I, of I, one of my favorite passages. Uh,
2: obviously, from, this is uh, the, 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 from the, the Great Gatsby. Uh, yes, his party. Yeah, yeah. You're but reminding what, me of what a what line a from Chandler. I mean, uh,
1: that's 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 like a perfect simile. Plus, you mentioned and went amazing. as
2: moths. Yes, as moths. Beautiful. Amid, it's very elegant. The whispers of the champagne, and the stars. Incredible.
1: You know, I didn't come here to feel inadequate. <laughs> and, yet, <laughs> and yet... And yet, here we are.
3: <laughs> what, so what were we saying, Adam? I you? was saying you, it reminds me of this line from Chandler where his hero, Marlowe is sitting in a waiting room for too long and he describes the time passing as the minutes tiptoed by their fingers to their lips. Lovely. Okay. <laughs>
1: mm. okay, so uh, I have one. It's a quote from my father, uh... Seriously, what the hell are you still doing here?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, you haven't moved out
1: of the basement That's yet?
3: Right. <laughs> That's a talk every father has. <laughs>
2: no. All right. Okay,
1: what's the next you got there, Trevor?
2: All right, here we go. Let's move on. Uh, just to remind people, we got, we got Adam here because he's got a new book. Yes. We would have him anyway even without the book. That's Let me right. just make that clear. Absolutely. I appreciate okay, that. but he was made available to us by Simon & Schuster. <laughs> okay? Um, for free, right? He's, he was like in New York doing media. And I guess we count as media. You do? We do, yeah. Nice. I can can handle that. Uh, Every tool's a hammer. Life is what you make it. I see what he did there. Yeah, it's very cool. right, right. So, Adam,
1: every tool is a hammer actually does sound like something Donald Trump would say, though. I'm just saying.
3: (laughs) You know, the phrase of mine he's grabbed is, I reject your reality and substitute my own. (laughs) Oh, very nice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, is that a quote from you that is and, right. and he actually quoted that no he hasn't no. quoted oh, that oh, but he's just, just living his entire living. life he's just that. living it yeah. okay
2: I
1: love it all mm-hmm. right, let us let's take Mitch Morris who comes to You're us. You doing well with the words with the names today. Jackie. That's because they're regular names. Regular yeah, regular. Alliterative. Alliterative. Yeah, how racist can you get? I I can get a lot more racist. <laughs> I'm just letting you know <laughs> since we're asking. Okay. All right. Go on. But you are right. That is a uh, mm-hmm. it's extremely um what do you call it? Um presumptive of me yes, yes. all right here we go mitch morris from instagram Get a lot more <laughs> <presumptive>. <laughs> um uh, mitch morris from instagram wants to know this what is the most important tool ever invented that's for the both of you
2: what an interesting little question Ooh. very simple little question but very interesting i'll answer first because i want him to bring closure to the question <laughs> yeah so so when, when i was younger i said Wow, this crescent wrench is really useful, right? Because you can adjust it. And mm-hmm. and then I discovered the miter saw? No, no. <laughs> no, no, the the Vice Grip. The Vice Grip. Oh. And I said, Oh, I've died and gone to heaven. Yeah. Vice grip. Yeah. And then and then You got better than Vice Grip? Yes. Go okay. Ahead. The most important tool. Is money to pay somebody else (laughs) (laughs) That became the most important tool. I ain't fixing his plumbing. I'm going to hire a plumber. Wow. That's going to be my toolkit for this. Capital. You may have just answered the question. (laughs) Okay.
3: I, I have to say, in the circles I travel in, a crescent wrench is known as a nut corner rounder. And the vice grips are known as the professional nut corner rounder. Okay. Nice. They they can mess up. I, don't get me wrong, I love both corner of them. Corner rounder means taking your hex and removing the edges to yeah, it. Yeah, until so it can I no net, longer I'm be. Right. Yeah. A okay. nut corner rounder. There, a nut That's
2: corner rounder. Great.
3: Right. I uh I, I have to go to the simplest, I mean one of the six simple machines, the lever. I feel like the ability to move heavy objects with with the mechanical advantage mm-hmm. and the lever. The lever, the lever exists before the wheel or any rollers to me. It's Archimedes who mm-hmm. said, "Give me a lever and a place to stand, and I can move mm-hmm. the world."
2: I don't think he said lever. He just said, give me a place to stand. And give I me can a place. Oh, or,
3: he, I think he was describing
2: the object. Yes, of course. Holding. But I'm saying oh. he, he, he he that was implicit. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't give me a lever and a place. Just give me give a, place a place to, to stand, stand, and, and I, I can, can move, move the, the world. world. Mm. Beautiful. There yep. you go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Next question.
1: All right. Good stuff. Okay, so lever. I'll far. give you the lever. We can do right. the lever. Here we go. Um, I, next question. Here's the next question from Wum Wumu Shop. Wum Wumu's Shop woo shop. Yes. <laughs> <That's>
3: <laughs> Sounds problematic. It does. Do you have a brain injury? That's <laughs> I,
1: think words? I think I just had <laughs> a stroke. Right. I really, All right. right. <laughs> right can not pronounce. right. shop. Hi, Neil and Adam. You guys are both my heroes. Which would you say will be the more important for the future of invention? Good old-fashioned mechanical know-how or advance in material science, Ooh. i.e. inventing a new type of suspension bridge that is stronger and lighter versus discovering a stronger and lighter
2: titanium alloy. Ooh, okay, Very we don't have time to answer that. Oh. <laughs> so, where do <laughs> you go? we, we to take we, a we break. Sh- More when we come back of the maker's edition of Cosmic Queries.
1: Sleep. Grocery shopping themselves. Just a few things working moms seldom have time for. And during tax season, you can add
0: Paddleboard in the crystal clear waters of one of Carnival's exclusive destinations, Half Moon Key in the Bahamas. Take an ATV ride through the jungle or just relax on white sandy Caribbean beaches. The fun continues on ship from a ride on boat or roller coaster to a moment of pure bliss at the Cloud Nine Spa. Kick off the evening with a craft cocktail at any of Carnival's dazzling bars and lounges. And take your pick of restaurants from surf and turf to family-style Italian. Then settle in for an evening of live entertainment. Whatever your vibe is, you'll come home with plenty of stories to tell. So pack those bags. Be sure to leave room for a few unforgettable memories because no one does fun like Carnival. Book your dream vacation at Carnival.com. Ships Registry, The Bahamas and Panama.
1: Bringing
3: space and science down to earth. You're listening to Star Talk.
2: We're back, Star Talk. Adam Savage, the one and only of Mythbusters fame, and he's he's running on his own, making stuff. <laughs> he's got a new book out called Every Tool's a Hammer. Life is what you make it. You see what he did there, Chuck? That, Very nice. He, he did that. I got Chuck Nice with me. Yes, sir. And we're doing Cosmic Queries. Yes, we are. And before we went to break, we
1: had a question from Woomoo Shop, who says... Hi, Neil and Adam. You guys are both my heroes. Which would you say will be the more important for the future of invention: good old-fashioned mechanical know-how or advancements in material science? Adam, go, uh,
3: good old-fashioned mechanical know-how. We are always going to be advancing in material science, and there will sometimes be things that we cannot replicate because we lose a technology or we forget a process. Uh, but as long as we have a deep foundation in mechanical knowledge, in making things, and the and the roots of the physics of putting stuff together, we can utilize those advances. And we can adjust to the changes in the available materials as they come. Wow! Great. I answer. only
2: kind of agree with that. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm agreeing fifty percent.
1: Oh, okay. Okay,
2: uh, I'm I'm into material science. It is one of the most underappreciated, unheralded branches of science in hmm. this world. Okay. All right. If you go back fifty years, hardly any. No, I'm not. I'm not bragging about this advance, I'm just Mm -hmm. citing it as Mm -hmm. a difference in our lives. Mm -hmm. You go back 50 years, hardly anything was made of plastic. Correct. And almost everything is made of plastic today. And it's working out great. For many things. (laughs) As long as you you don't have to throw it away, okay? It's working out great. The plastic is stronger. It's more reliable than other materials. And you can mold it. And just think of the things Mm -hmm. that having simple, quote, um, standard mechanical knowledge... Would is so what that look what this material can do with are materials now that have memory of a shape they once had. Okay, so you can deform I it, sleep on it, you, th- then you'd like wet it, and then it goes back to the previous shape. Well, that got nothing to do, nothing in your lab, nothing in your garage
3: is ready for that. But, but within the one is better than the other, mechanical knowledge can push humanity forward. On its own, whereas material science can't necessarily. With the good materials, you don't need the mechanical knowledge. Oh. It's
2: built into the material itself. Oh. Oh, I totally disagree oh, with oh, that. smackdown. <laughs> mm.
3: uh, meet me in the octagon. Yes. <laughs> we actually, so uh, as an aside, we just I just finished a new show for the Science Channel called Savage Builds, in which I build absurd things every week. In the first episode, uh, we made a suit of... Iron Man armor in 3D-printed titanium. Mm, wow. And speaking of material science, I discovered that when you 3D-print titanium, you can attenuate its grain structure so that it is far stronger than normal titanium.
2: Because mm. you
3: can give it these super tight little crystalline granules. You can get closer. Right. Yeah.
2: Wow. Make so, it tighter. But that, wait, wait, wait. Right. Except that makes it denser.
3: It uh, seems it to didn't me. In this
2: case. It didn't, okay. No, it's
3: still 45% the weight of steel. Interesting. Okay, okay. As strong stronger, stronger. Could it made it denser, you would lose some of the value of it being light. Yeah, no, this stuff was right. amazing. We had potato chip thin pieces. Uh they were bulletproof. Mm-hmm. Bullets what? slid right off of this now, stuff. Now, wait a
1: minute. Is this something that was already discovered? Oh, or yeah, is yeah, it yeah. just no, GE is using
3: three D printed titanium in their jet engines right now. Okay. Absolutely. We want to be accidentally discovered. You discovered. No no no, 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 no. It's a property was, that
1: you
2: found for yourself.
1: I it's was not working to with. To make the, armor uh, out of. Right.
3: <laughs> There's an amazing engineering school called the Colorado School of Mines. Yes,
2: everyone knows that. Those yes. guys are
3: incredible. And mm-hmm. they, I worked directly with them in their additive manufacturing department. Okay, uh, so he just figured out a brilliant new material to make. Armor for knights. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs>
1: Six hundred years
2: late. That's, <laughs> <the number. laughs>
1: that's great.
2: Yeah, but wow. I I I I can't wait to see what new material is coming down the pipe, and what how that might transform how we live. I think about that all the time. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Excellent question. Once again, from our listening audience. and, by the, and just just for the point of info, we trans we transition from ooh that's cheap. It's made of plastic. To Oh, this made of plastic. Fine, I don't have any problem. It'll, right. it'll it'll last forever. Right. That would that that happened in we're about the same age. Yeah, probably? yeah. That happened in our lifetime. It did. Yes. It did. Okay, just I just, totally agree. Just I just want I don't want to smack you down too hard. <laughs> just just the octagon will decide this. Okay. Does anyone know what the octagon?
1: I'm sure they do. And there's a lot of UFC fans. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I don't know what the
2: Venn diagram is. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Right now, there's a guy uh, calculating an an equation of (laughs) kick-ass right right. right now. So uh, this is Mike... uh, Okay. This is Mike uh, Pumaking. (laughs) Pumocking? Pumocking. Pump making? Pump making. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Mike, said so these people, I think they're just screwing with me. You people. think so? <laughs> I really do. They're like, is it Chuck? We're going to just make up names. All, All right, right. Here we go. <clears throat> Mr. Savage, what is something that you would think will be possible to build in the future that is now considered science
2: fiction? Ooh, very
3: good. That's a
1: great question.
3: Room temperature superconduction? Ooh. Wow.
1: Wow, you went for a big one. Didn't I you? did. No, oh, I'm really
3: excited about. Speaking of material science, I'm really excited about See?
2: graphene. And... It came back.
1: No. <laughs> came back to me.
2: <laughs> That's true.
1: Material science.
2: All right. So now, um, anyway. wait. So so so. So that's your that's your answer. That's
3: my answer. Room temperature superconduction is going to uh-huh. be a. I, I believe it will happen in our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. I think that. Uh,
1: and once that happens, will we actually be able to have you know spaceships that stop and
3: hover? And I don't know. Well, know? At least we'll be. I will actually, we'll probably one of the things we'll learn a significant amount about is the is our brains is whether it's the processing power of our brains. There's a. I feel like as computers become more powerful, they're going to become a real interesting window into consciousness and sentience and what it is. to think about the thinker nice
2: you know I hadn't quite put her to put that way but now that I have I agree a hundred percent because it's hard for the brain to study itself but if we make computers that are becoming better better approximations of our brain Mm -hmm. now we have something we can study Mm -hmm. and so we would asymptotically come to an understanding of our brain simply by making our computers that much more complex possibly one day achieving consciousness themselves and becoming our overlords.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there
3: you go. Dude, I, here's, <laughs> That's how the here's story the ends. Is, yeah. I think if we ever made a machine conscious, the first thing it's gonna say to us is, What the <laughs> f did you do? <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> All right, next
2: question. All right,
1: go. cool. Good, good, good
2: question. Cosmic queries version. Uh of Star is, Talk.
1: Uh whats well, see now here's somebody. Uh he calls himself or herself. The Dragon Horde of Dice.
2: Dragon Horde of Dice.
1: There you go. That person, Mama, probably did
2: not give that person that name.
1: No, Mm -hmm. but uh, I think think her name is Kate because it says, uh, at Kate Nader. Okay. So there you go. Hey, for Adam... Since I know you do cosplay, Mm -hmm. what is the most complex mechanical prop costume you've ever tried to build? Like a prop or costume that had no moving parts or could collapse, expand, uh, or something that you may have tried to just recreate.
3: Did you make Transformers proud ever? Oh, gosh, no. I have not done a Transformers costume. Um, A few years ago, I've, I've been obsessed with armor. Uh, since 1981 when I went and saw Excalibur with my dad. I love Excalibur. John Borman's My top five am- favorite films. Amazing film. And then I learned dist- disturbingly. Yeah. That- I know the fact you're about to tell me. Go ahead.
2: Oh really? No, no, no. Maybe not.
1: I Uh, don't know the fact. Please, excuse me. I'm having a
2: private conversation
0: with my man here.
2: Okay. So, Excalibur from the early 1980s, uh, John Borman, Mm -hmm. uh, an early film that had uh, Patrick Stewart in it. Patrick Stewart, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson is in it, and Gabriel Byrne, and so is um, Helen Mirren. Helen, they're all in this movie. Okay, it's it's the King Arthur story told. So, thank you. Much later, (laughs) I realized. I think half the reason why I liked the movie was because of the soundtrack. Oh, okay. It's very powerful Wagnerian. Um, it, and that which is not Wagnerian comes from <laughs> Carmina Barana. Very emotional, energetic music that you're just feeling every That's scene. An and then I thought film. to myself, maybe the movie's not so good, but the music was amazing and that
3: completely compensated for it. I oh. watched it recently. It's still super campy and still really impressively great. But did you watch it on mute? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> with, with subtitles and mute. Try that next I time. I did not apply a control, Chuck. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so what's so your answer? Uh, so I've been obsessed with armor since then, and I actually, when I was a junior in high school in 1984, I went to I built a suit of armor out of roofing aluminum with my dad and wore it to school on Halloween and passed out of heat exhaustion in third period. <laughs> this is all up, up just up north at Sleepy Hollow High School. Uh, and Hence your Twitter handle. Don't try this. Exactly. Uh, At home. (laughs) A few years ago, I called up Terry English, who's the master armorer that built all the armor for Excalibur. He lives in the southern tip of England in Cornwall. And I went to his studio uh, a couple summers ago and spent 10 days embedded with him as his assistant while he and I
2: you were an apprentice.
3: me a suit of King Arthur's armor from Excalibur. You were an wow. apprentice. I was an apprentice, and oh. we made me my lifetime goal suit of armor of Arthur's armor from Excalibur. Wow, yeah, That's pretty intense. It was so intense. It was amazing. He lives in this incredible sort of overgrown shop in Cornwall. Um, he's so he is you in England. Yeah, totally. <laughs> wow. There's, there's only room for one per continent. I think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that nice. was by far my favorite mechanical prop construction. Okay, wow. but it was
2: not—it was not electronic or anything.
3: No, it was just mechanical. No, it was
2: hammering aluminum all day. Did you have mail and,
1: and everything? Yeah, there's. Yep, absolutely. Oh, man, wow, that's pretty wild, man. That
2: hey, congratulations on that. And you still, <laughs> still have it? <laughs> oh you, yeah, how, yeah. You get I wear it through, every chance I get. How do you get it through TSA? Um, I actually. I, when I I, I whatever they were known back
3: then no I made I actually uh took it to New Zealand last year to make a little film with Peter Jackson about it where a demon tears my arm off we called it a farewell to arms <laughs> <laughs> okay God. things are getting and, weird real quickly here okay. when I carried the armor with me I was thinking this is. This is priceless to me. I, I can't really insure this. So I, I checked it as luggage with a GPS transceiver in my luggage so I could monitor it being loaded onto my plane. That's pretty wild. I felt if the airline was going to tell me they couldn't find it, I wanted to know that I could find it. Ooh. I got to tell you something. The plane goes down. They can't find a right. black box. But yeah, he found, found, he found, found a black, the suit of armor. He, he yeah, found a, suit, we found of a, of a armor. suit of armor. How do
1: anybody else have, is. I don't have care. no idea why all these people are dead, but <laughs> <laughs> we do have an awesome suit of armor right now.
2: Oh my God! Dang, dude! Wow, man, that's okay. That's pretty wild. You're far weirder than I ever. But wait a minute! Extrapolated that for a hot you, compliment. Yes. Wait, you and Peter I knew you Jackson
1: were. are making home
2: movies <laughs> <laughs> like, like, occasionally. Yeah. What's yes.
1: going on? And for those
2: who didn't know, the um, the Lord of the Rings series was mostly filmed in New Zealand that's by cool Peter that. Jackson. By and Peter, Peter Jackson
3: was inspired to one of the key inspirations for him in making Lord of the Rings was Excalibur. So I'm not the only one no, who likes Excalibur. Cow. No, it's one dude, my top it's five super movies. Important film.
2: But other four are really weird. Not that, but that's in there. <laughs> that's sweet. Okay, I
1: I can't say it's one of my
2: favorite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm not cool enough. All right. <laughs> I need help. Here we go. Uh, this. Uh, one other thing. Let's go ahead. Uh, these five movies are like the only five movies I've ever not only seen a zillion times, but sat through the directors. Narration, right? Director's commentary. Director's commentary. Because you have to like the movie so much that you'll that You don't even through. need to watch this next ver- totally. next iteration right of it and you. hear somebody just talk
1: through it. Yep. Nice. That was well. You've also seen it that many times. Well,
2: that's part of that's that's how you earn the director's cut at that right. point.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. All right. Now I got to know what are the other four movies. Yeah. No, I do too. Yeah. Really. Yeah, because if that's t- if that's part of the top five, yeah, it's the and top that five. means there's four other movies that okay, made into director's cut. Number you. one, The Matrix. Okay, I, that's yep. I'll, I'll okay, give you that. Number Matrix. two,
2: All That Jazz with Bob yeah. Fosse? Bob Foster. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, it's uh, his movie. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Roy okay. Roy Scheider. Roy Scheider, sort Shider. of playing Bob Roy, Fosse. Right. Okay, three, The Conversation. Ah, oh,
3: such a good movie.
2: Oh, oh man, man Francis Ford Coppola. Oh is The Conversation? Conversation. Oh my god. Four a toss up between. Oh, wait,
1: conversation. That's with the man and the woman.
2: Yes. Okay,
1: go ahead. No. <laughs> that movie. That movie. With the man and the woman. Okay. All right. Go okay. ahead. Go
2: ahead. Uh, conversation, uh, and then I, there's probably a, a toss up here, but the um, uh, West Side Story.
3: Amazing. That's great. West Side Story,
2: and uh, and then Excalibur. I think it's fifth out of those five.
3: I look. I say there's at least nine films in my top five. Wow, you there <laughs> are nine, nine films in my that. top five. That's good. So, the top five lists actually can go quantum, and we can you're, fit. We right. get another dimension. Uh, on yes, it. exactly. You've so, got
2: timelines on your yeah, on totally. your. So, so those five are so unlike each other. And there's what an eclectic mix. It's you really have. weird, Where but I totally. Mix? So I used to dance. Okay, so hence the Bob Fosse.
3: Have you done Dancing with the Stars? No, that's 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 so cliche. I know, I dude. know it is. But okay, I, I suddenly want to see you on the show.
2: I, when I was dancing, no one was publishing my books. Another <laughs> "I don't need to dance anymore." Okay, so <laughs> so <laughs> what? Chuck, do you love strictly? I'm serious. Do you love strictly dan- ballroom. I'm dancing for nobody. Okay. <laughs> 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 my people have come a long way. <laughs>
3: Copy that. Okay. Okay. All
2: right. So 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 uh, there's that, and I. I wrote a a column for a magazine under the pen name of Merlin. So I have extra interest in mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Merlin Arthurian legends. Right. And I have the Mallory book in Vellum. You know, so there's that. Matrix, of course, is the Matrix. Matrix one, of course. It's not two or Absolutely three. Absolutely perfect. Matrix no, has to be there. There are two yeah. other movies? <laughs> and the conversation was just so... So well done, amazing, Thanks. and and there's no explosions. There's right. no chase no. scenes. Okay, it was a story well done, and so so there I am. Nice. Those, those are my five.
1: Now, if, well, listen. So li- there you go, people. Now you know what you're doing. Uh, Netflix and chill with Neil's list. <laughs> 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 That's
3: a weird list. What a weird <laughs> list of, ne- a, of Netflix oh, and oh, chill. Oh, right? And West
2: side story is New York. It's it's the city. It's I'm half Puerto Rican. Uh, my mother's name is Shruntita Maria Feliciano Tyson. Okay, that's her name.
3: West Side Story is such a masterpiece.
0: And It's
2: a masterpiece. A masterpiece. 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 And while I don't know how to compose music, mm-hmm. if I ever could, I'm imagining that I could compose the music that of we hear in West Side Story. Wow. That's where I'm thinking that's what I would reach for. And as, That would be your north star. That was my. That'd be my north star. I like well, beautiful. He's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Adam. Yeah. Uh, all right. More when we come back of the makers edition of Cosmic Queries.
0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations.
1: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me.
3: unlocking the secrets of your world and everything orbiting around it this is star talk
2: back for our third and final segment and i don't want this this show to end <laughs> this is this is a maker cosmic queries yeah. edition uh, with Adam Savage, who makes stuff, every tool's a hammer. Life is what you make it, and this is—you know—it's a—it's a—it's a window into your brain.
3: Oh yeah, there's some organized and, shelves. And for I, my I like the bag. fact
2: that you have photos in it.
3: Thanks. Oh yeah.
2: Um, to thank your publisher for agreeing I, to they don't always agree to put pictures in their books. No, they
3: did. I threw tons into the manuscript. Yeah. And after we were after we had the manuscript approved, they said, okay, so you're responsible for all the permissions for those yeah. photos. <laughs> oh. Publishers
2: are such wimps when it comes to that. Oh man, don't get me started. Yeah. So so definitely. So next question, what was that?
1: All right, so, oh, so this was uh, Lane from Minnesota who said, as a builder, I remember failed projects more than the successes.
3: Stop is there. true?
2: So tell me about failures relative to successes.
3: Well, and we talk about this a lot these days. Failure is a really popular word. Uh, Silicon Valley says, you know, build fast and break things. We talk about educating kids. We talk about teaching them how to fail. And I have a particular take on this because I think failure is a fine word. But oh, catches- the way, a version of
2: that... From the 90s or 80s, yeah. which, which was shocking when we first heard it, was if it ain't broke, break don't. it. <laughs> break it. Yes. So that way you might invent something better than the thing you had before. And just because it worked doesn't mean that's the best version of what it could be. Indeed. Or okay. you just end up with a lot of broken shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, the, if you're not creative. <laughs> there's you know, always uh, broken shit. No, don't it. heed that advice <laughs> right, if you're not exactly. creative. All right, so go. go ahead. But
3: we don't really mean failure. Um, wrong turns on the path to get to a success are not failures. Mm. They're simply iterations. And I'm here... And that's not a euphemism or anything No, my my my... Smells like one. What I want to preach is that both science and art are iterative processes that include tons of wrong turns and the wrong turns aren't outliers. They're part of that process. Mm. And we go up the path and we're like, okay, this isn't the path. So let's go back to the fork and continue down another path and see if that's the path. And so, yes, I also remember my failures more than my successes because that's where I learned. Mm. The failures are the, the... The failures. The wrong turns I took to get to the right turns are the are the places that I learned the most about myself and about how to build things and about how to recover from those moments. You know
2: what they say about rocket launch failures? That they're not failures. They're just experiments rich in data.
3: <laughs> but this is... Right in the movies, there's always the guy who says, my experiment was a failure. No scientist says no, that. No, no, we don't, we don't actually... This, it's, if it's well-designed, a, a
2: negative result is actually useful information to indeed. you. Indeed. Publishable information. We right. we don't... You have, you have to say that when somebody else is paying for what
3: you do. <laughs> yeah, but but all of our... This, I was just reading an article the other day about how, science, how journals, publishing journals, don't highlight null... Results.
2: They don't value it in the they publishing. They do value it in yeah, the yeah. publishing. And we should. We and should. we should more it's a problem that's true yeah, I yeah. never thought of that but yeah there is a
1: great deal of the value it tells you what not to do exactly it tells the next person, the next what, person yeah. look this is what I did it didn't work out and right. now I don't have to waste time mm-hmm. going
3: down that because scientific inquiry that is equally as important as some brand new fact oh no
2: that makes a lot
1: of sense
3: you
2: know that's Chuck has, cool. has a new hero of the recent months who may have been responsible for setting us down the wrong path <laughs> <Yeah>. because <laughs> his 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 monster was failure is not an option <laughs> this was from Apollo 13 and this is a uh, uh, Gene Kranz and so it failure is not an option and then that became America mm-hmm. we're not gonna fail yeah right. and then we lost track of the value of
3: failure we lost track. the most surprising thing I learned from doing Mythbusters for 13 years was what how surprisingly creative the scientific discipline is mm-hmm. and how it mirrors the creative discipline. Mm-hmm. To me, conducting and building experimental methodologies is every bit as creatively satisfying as making a sculpture painting, a painting or writing a book. I agree hundred percent. But I think it's better when you call it a wrong turn,
1: the way you put it that way, because if you think about it just from the from a standpoint, everybody can uh, identify the driver's the, standpoint. driver's mm-hmm. standpoint. When you make a wrong term, how many times have you done that and discovered something that you really like? Oh, there's a botanical see, gardens over exactly, here. Yeah, oh, there's exactly. a, oh my god! You <laughs> know like that
3: process is the soul of stand up comedy.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. right? Yes. Iterate, 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 always. Iterate, every joke, every yeah. joke. Even listen, it's the same process even when the joke works. Yes. You go back you and you it. try to crack it open and see how if can works, I make break this it. even better. Indeed, If it yeah, works, yeah, break yeah. it. No, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Super Next cool. Question. Wow, Lane, what a great question. You're a hero, Lane. That's what <laughs> you are. You are. All right. This is Chris Goes to the Park. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Chris. Uh, he says, hey, Adam, are there any inventions your team created on Mythbusters that you have kept or that you might still use oh. today. P.S. Loved your show growing up. It inspired me to study engineering. Now I'm an engineer.
3: Ooh. Oh, Ooh. That, always Beautiful. amazing to hear. Um, there's nothing that we kept from the public on Mythbusters, except for one thing. Ooh. Carrie Grant
2: and Tory were- Wait, wait. I didn't understand the question. Then. Do you mean, is there something you made on Mythbusters that the public never saw? Or,
3: no, or is the, there something the, you made that you took home with you? Something we came up with or that we discovered on Mythbusters that we have somehow kept from the public. that's not how I read the well no he meant but I like that That, he meant is
1: there anything that you invented or came up that you were like wow this is so good I'm actually gonna put it to use in my life
2: right that's
3: how I that's how I read it yeah wow Yes, I mean, I, really, it was the more the process of telling the stories on MythBusters. Mm. I mean, okay, but wait, that's not as interesting a question yeah. as the one you thought yeah, it was. I know, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, let's assume so, it was the right. question you thought exactly, it was. Exactly, which is oh, okay. Carrie, Carrie right. Grant,
3: Tori, were testing the explosive. Who, who? Carrie, uh, sorry, my co-hosts on MythBusters, Carrie Byron, Tori Belace, and Grant Imahara. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were testing a story uh, that involved a commonly available, a commonly available material that is as close to a description as I'm going to get, and its explosive properties. And what they determined with this use case scenario was so spectacularly, terrifyingly explosive Mm. that we agreed to destroy the footage of the explanation and never tell how we got to that. And I thank you for that. Oh, yeah no. yeah, no. Bomb squads the world over know what we figured out on a, on our own. Right. Uh, and are thankful that we've decided not to put that in the episode. Hmm. So,
2: yeah, it's like. Yeah, but our engineer Ben just found it on YouTube. Right.
1: Did <laughs> you know if you took cotton balls and chewing gum, you could actually bring down the World Trade Center? Like, what? Like, yeah, no, that's crazy. Yeah, so. Um, okay, so the
2: answer is yes, you did. Yes, yes, yeah. So
1: you, you quarantined that information. We did. And just sit to hell with it. The world yeah.
3: doesn't need it. It will not be better for the, no, this bit of knowledge. Okay. All right. Now, Very just good.
1: between us, what was the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was the...
3: What were the materials? Just between, just between you and
1: us. Yeah, yeah just no, between no us. One's just, listening, what right? were the materials? So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our I don't want to know, to be honest, because I can't be trusted. All right. This is Ringamilly, who says, how do you create new things that haven't before been thought of? In other words, what is your... Process for uh, creative discovery.
3: Good, like, uh, uh, you know. Good. What, is there any th- process that says, well, "You know what? Boom." Well, I don't know if there's. I don't know if it's reasonable to think about something as I want to make something that's never been thought of. I don't think we have that the choice to to sequester an invention or a build or something creative into a category before it's been made. And everything we made is based on everything that we've seen. So just as Uh, Is it Newton that said we stand on the shoulders of giants? Yes. Just as Newton says that we we all do. It's called. If I see farther than others, it is because I.
2: stood on the shoulders of giants who have come before me.
3: And that is one of the greatest descriptions of culture that yes. anyone's ever penned. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's exactly what's happening. Uh, when I was, you know... Especially seven, now. When I was 17, I saw Alien. It took me five years to get the aesthetic of H.R. Giger out of my system. I had to recapitulate the aesthetics that he was doing because I found it so powerful until I kind of understood it. That recapitulation... Well, so
2: that person is the what
3: to the movie? He, yeah, he H.R. Giger designed the Alien monster. You said monster. it like, well, but we all um, have no, beer I'm sorry. with H.R. H.R. Giger, H. R. Giger you know, is this crazy German <laughs> okay. who designed all of the creatures uh, and alien technology from the original movie Alien, gotcha. which, uh, Ridley Scott's uh, first science fiction. Films. Yes, um, and of course,
2: with um, Sigourney Weaver, Sigourney mm-hmm.
3: Weaver, Tom Skerritt, Harry Dean Stanton. One of that's one of my top five. Films. Okay, an amazing film. I mean, it's a gothic horror film, not a science fiction movie. But uh, I so, just my, my issue with it was that
2: the alien still had like a mouth, a jaw, teeth. Yeah, but he had a mouth and a mouth. (laughs) A mouth and a mouth. I mean, that's pretty creative. No, 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 I'm just thinking most life forms on Earth do not have a mouth and teeth. Like trees and worms and butterflies and this sort of thing. So I, if you're going to have a complete alien, you should be more creative than even that. Like The Blob, 1958 Steve McQueen movie. Yes. That's... It got no bones. It's nothing. It's, it's just a blob. It's, it's just terrifying. Blob. It's Absolutely it, terrifying. What, what was it? Right. It was a blob. It was a blob. It was completely terrifying, right. and it would eat your blood, suck your blood, and do you know when the blob first landed, do you know what color it was? It was transparent. It only turned red after it ate its first victim. Whoa! Yes! You didn't know that! I did not know that. know that. We didn't
3: know that! I know I that! Him. I know that!
2: Okay, so... And it can come through the vents
3: into the... victim <sighs> yes. So, that's yeah, yeah. Co- to me, that's creativity. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I... I I don't think that you can say to yourself, I want to think of something that's never been thought. I think you have to just keep on thinking, what do I what do I want that doesn't exist? Mm-hmm. What do I want to make extant mm-hmm. that that I can't obtain or I can't get? I Oh, so I, your urges are guiding your creativity. Totally. Oh, there you go. Absolutely. Okay. And that actually that's what this book is to me. It's a permission slip to everyone to follow those weird urges. I call them secret thrills.
2: So you shouldn't titled it follow your weird urges <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be a bestseller that's overnight the then, publisher rejected that title rejected that reason. Reason. That's,
3: is it too late to change that title because <laughs> that's a damn good title it just oh, remove the cover your, right right follow your weird urges. urges you can draw
2: it on the, on the i know deck. what
3: i'm signing in your book neil <laughs>
2: <laughs> so so we have to go into lightning round now okay okay we well, have I'm, a few I'm minutes so left okay i need from you soundbite answers great okay are you ready yep, yep. Chuck, go. All
1: right, here we go. This is Olivia Waits from Instagram. She wants to know, how long does it take to usually come up with a truly new idea? Ah, that is impossible to quantify. Next. here you go. Can of
2: Slicker, sis. Wait, wait, let me ask. What's the longest and shortest time it took you to come up with a new idea? Oh. <laughs>
1: Just Again, like get the impossible range.
3: impossible to quantify the range between one minute and 17 hours. Okay,
1: good. There you go, I'll,
3: I'll accept will Pull it. that one out of his yes. ass, the 17 <laughs> Sorry, hours. Sorry, we wardens. were looking for two days. <laughs>
1: um. Wrong answer. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, go. Here we go. Canucks... Uh, Canassa liquor? What? Oh, that doesn't even sound. I think somebody made. Never mind. What is your most unique out of left field inspiration that has ever happened to you, or even surprised you? That is weird. Where did you find inspiration in a place that you never thought you would?
3: Good. Oh wow. I'm I'm gonna need time to think about that one. I don't have a a, a sound answer answer. You have for to the one. end of the show. Okay. okay next okay, question. Okay.
2: Here we go. Uh, Julie. Wait, wait. Let me let me reword that question. Uh, maybe it's the same question. Among all your sources of inspiration, what has been the most fertile?
3: Uh, reading, actually, always reading about the first experiment of something that was discovered. Beautiful. Reading Fizeau's speed of light experiment is so
1: thrilling. Mm. Okay, good, good. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a great answer.
2: And an even better question. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. Fizeau is in Doppler Fizeau. It's a, in late 19th century. Early he calculated th- the th- speed of light with the clockwork and mirrors. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Next. There we go. Uh, this is Juliak
1: from NB says, or Fromd says, if you had unlimited resources and time, what
3: would you build? Ooh. Oh, I'd build a spaceship and I'd go to the moon and then I'd go to Mars.
0: With go. unlimited
3: resources and material, yeah, totally. I would mm-hmm. start some interplanetary exploration. Beautiful,
2: love it. All right, In this office, I love that answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question. No, no, no that's not, it. I don't think we have time. There we Just go. For fi- final reflections, Chuck. Give me your final reflection.
1: Um, I am going to now pursue my weird urges. Weird <laughs> urges, <very laughs> and bad. I am really happy.
2: That I legal, have, go for it. I am okay. happy. I have permission to do so. Okay, you do. Adam, you got this book, presumably. There's still stuff in you that's not in this book. Otherwise, buy the book and then we don't have to ever watch you again. <laughs> <laughs> that's right <true>. so? <laughs>
3: oh yeah, I held some stuff. Tell, back. tell me something that's not in the book <laughs> that we should carry with us. Oh, wow. Um that all human beings really want to do is tell each other stories. Ooh. And it's how it's that's both science and art. It's how we understand the universe. Even if the
2: story you're telling is how to build something. Indeed. Ooh, Ooh I like it. Ooh. Very nice. So what I'd like to think if I can add to an earlier question about creativity, to have a thought, to see what everyone else has seen and think what no one else has thought, that's a commonly invoked definition of genius. But maybe it's not genius that we're honoring there. Maybe it's hard work where you have a lot of dangling thoughts within you because you've read a lot of books, you've seen a lot of movies, you've spoken to a lot of people, you've done a lot of tinkering, and they're sitting there waiting in your head, and then you walk amid all of these dangling parts. And you say, give me two bits of that, one part of that, one part of this, because they're available to you to draw from. And out of that comes a brand new idea, a brand new object, a brand new concept. So I think... The people who are cited as the great inventors and geniuses of the world are simply those who have more bits and pieces in their lives waiting to be assembled into something new. Hmm. I totally
3: agree.
0: Very nice.
2: It's beautiful that you agree with that. (laughs) Because I pull that from the cosmic perspective. (laughs) <laughs> Adam, thanks for being on Star Talk, Chuck. As always, always a you're pleasure, my man, dude. Adam, pleasure, gentlemen, you've been listening to, possibly even watching, this episode of Star Talk featuring Adam Savage, formerly of MythBusters, and now he's just making stuff, and he's got a a Science Channel program that I can't wait to catch. Give me the name of it again. Savage Builds. Savage Builds. Nice. Sounds angry. <laughs> <laughs> May tw-
3: June twelfth. Okay. June twelfth. There, oh, there we you go. go. Okay. <laughs> uh,
2: Summer 2019 on the Science Channel. (laughs) I've been your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson. And as always, I bid you to keep looking up.
3: Hey, Mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, Yes, I need help. And yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah,
1: that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw